This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, first ever. This is, I'm gonna have to sit kind of hunched over the whole time. I just realized that now that I'm not here. Uh, I, I guess I can sit back a little bit. And you can still hear me. Hey, welcome to Doug Loves Movies. Doug Benson's I Love Movies. I'll learn the title at some point. And uh, thanks for coming to the first show. Uh, those of you here in person, and thanks for listening. Those of you that are listening. Uh, as many of you know, I do love movies. Um, I like going to movies, especially foreign films, because I love to read aloud. And uh, I, saw, I saw that movie, um, what's it called, Super Size Me, right? And uh, it inspired me to be like Morgan Spurlock, but with my own idea. Instead of eating McDonald's every day for 30 days, 
what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna smoke pot every day for 30 days. Yeah, and uh, try to remember to film it. And my movie's gonna be called Super High Me, or Business as Usual. I haven't decided yet on the title. And guess what? McDonald's is gonna be in my movie too. And um, you may notice uh, floating around here during this performance of Doug Benson's I Love Movies, some cameras. And that's because we're actually in the progress of uh, shooting Super High Me. And in order for the movie to be uh, fair and balanced Fox News style, um, in addition to 30 days of not smoking pot, I have to do 30 days. I mean, in addition to smoking pot for 30 days, I have to do <laughs> such, a, such a confusing premise to a pothead like me. I have to do 30 days of, of not smoking first. And... Uh, this podcast will air at a later date, but as of right now, I'm on day 24 of not smoking pot. Or drinking, thank you very much, because that's such a good, easy fallback to have a drink when you can't smoke pot. So, uh, it's going pretty well. I only think about smoking marijuana constantly, and, uh, and if you come back and visit uh, future uh, podcasts of Doug Benson's I Love Movies, I will have, I will not only say the title correctly, but I will also be super high. So that's something to look forward to. But this particular edition, the first ever, I am uh, quite sober. Um, I'm as sober as someone who just sat through uh, Showgirls. Let's pick that one. And um, I'm going to bring out right now, basically the premise of the show is that I'm going to discuss movies and, and maybe other tangential subjects, but essentially movies with a friend or comedian or both. And uh, my first guest happens to be both. Uh, he uh, is a good friend, and he loves movies. If he could, he would fuck them. And uh, you know him from Just Shoot Me, Mr. Show, and the soon-to-debut Sarah Silverman program on Comedy Central. He's a giant in show business, a giant in general. Please welcome my giant, Brian Posehn, everybody. Let's hear it, Paul. Holy crap. He's here. Brian, you, you made it. That's awesome. You did it. All it's right. It's going to work out. Let's talk. It's going to work out. You're going to love it. It's gonna, time's going to fly by. Uh, as much as I love snakes, I... You haven't even seen that, have you? No, I saw it yesterday for you. You did? Yeah, I told you I'd see... Some, some movies? Yeah. Wow, that's that. you really do the research. When you go on I Love Movies, you're like, I'm going to fucking see some movies. Because I haven't seen shit this summer. Oh, okay. So, so you saw Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. My review is uh, Snakes on a Plane is like United 93, but with snakes. Uh, what, what, what are your uh, thoughts? I know you didn't necessarily have them written down in front of you like I do, but... My God. Like, Isn't it amazing? Like, yeah. there's so much talk of like, oh, it's, it's fun, and it's campy, and it's... It's the opposite bullshit. of fun. Bullshit. <laughs> it's the opposite of fun. That would I would have I would have gladly paid to see it if their slogan was "Snakes on a Plane," the opposite of fun. Yeah. If they sold it that way, I'd go you in. Know, yeah, yeah, you know what you're getting, and yeah. you get it. <laughs> you, you, right in your you would face. get it over and over. Again. Yeah, you'd have the opposite of fun for the entire hour and fifteen minutes. It's still thrown together. And well, yeah, I mean, break it down from the get-go. There's like a fucking reggae song over yeah. the opening titles, so you're already like, they don't even know what they're parodying. Right. Or what they're doing. There's a kid. There's a long shot of a kid riding a motocross bike through all over Hawaii. Yeah. So already you're like, what? 
And seriously. And I got baked because I can get high. I don't have a you know cameras following me around <laughs> telling me not to. Um, no, so I, I figured that would be better. To get really high, yeah. It was certainly a movie where halfway through I was like, if I could have gotten high, this would be a little better. But I still have, you know, taste. But when, when you're high, you sit there even more going, what the fuck is happening? Like, because if you're not high... Right, you could, be more, you could get more enjoyment from like, being overwhelmed by how crazy it is. a weird way to start a movie if you're not high. You're like, why are they in Hawaii? Who is this gentleman riding this motorcycle? <laughs> but when you're high, you're just like, oh my god, when is the snake going to happen? <laughs> when is the snake going to happen? <laughs> when is there going to be a plane even? Yeah. Or the black yeah. guy that's been in all the movies I like, that guy. Where are the snakes? Where's the plane? Where's the on? Where's the up? Yeah. None of it happens for several minutes, and you're like, this is a waste. You know? Yeah. Call snakes on a plane so that you could start right at snakes on a plane. You don't need guy on a motorcycle, which would have been a better title. I'm tired of this motherfucking motorcycle. I'd like to see snakes on a motorcycle. I'd see snakes on a motorcycle in a fucking. Well, you know, I want to see snakes in the World Trade Center where guys are trapped under the rubble and there are snakes. But that's just me. I. Can Nick Cage get bit on the dick? Yeah. Well, that's the other thing about that movie, like. I appreciate that the first victim gets bit on the tit, and that the third victim gets bit on the dick. I, yeah. I get, oh yeah, that's kind of funny to do that. But when that's the funniest shit you've got, yeah. when that's as hilarious as the movie's right. gonna get, that's brutal. You know what I, they use that snake vision, if you haven't seen the movie. Then, oh. like, it the looks like, time. it's like, are, are we watching a Paris Hilton video all of a sudden, every time I, it's a snake's point of view? There were three other people in the theater when I saw it, and I laughed out loud, and the three people, as soon as snake vision came on, and they all looked over at me like, why is that funny? That right. we're, see we're seeing what right. the snakes are seeing. Why yeah. is that asshole laughing? <laughs> it's just like Desert Storm. Why is this, why is this funny? Yeah. It's totally like night vision or, or dating all the way back to remember Wolfen. Right, yeah. It's Whenever you see the wolf yeah. point of view, it was always that weird, like, yeah. uh, looked the like a Gatorade commercial. wolf movie ever. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, that one was bad, too. No, but I wish they would have used snake vision for when he bit the dick. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you right. You don't see the snake looking at the dick going, huh? Because <laughs> then the guy could have be been like a, a penioscopy or whatever yeah. they call it when they stick the camera in your dick. <laughs> penioscopy. That's what it's called. That's my guess. And I'm going I'm to stand by it. It's totally what it's called. I'm standing behind it. All right, so you didn't care for snakes on the plane, as didn't I. And, uh... What else have you seen this summer? Um, the Descent, which was awesome. Oh, you see, I haven't seen that yet. Oh. I hear it's good. That's yeah. like the best thing I've seen. That Ladies spelunking. <laughs> and, and shit goes down. Mm -hmm. See, and Descent means that they're, you know, they're going down into the hole or the cave or whatever, right? Oh, was that? What? What did you think of it? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it's, you know, it's not like snakes on a plane. Like, ladies no, in a cave. No, not at all. Ladies getting, what would you call it if you gave it a Snakes on the Plane title? Mm. What would just describe exactly what it is? Um, ladies in a cave with weird blind things that'll fuck you up. That much? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. And, uh, and that's what the bad guy is. It's this weird fucking little blind thing that's lived in the cave forever and ever. Spoiler alert. <laughs> 
It's been out for months. It's going to be on DVD by the time this podcast airs. That's true. And uh, and and so that and then they they get I assume they get murdered one by one. One by mother. But none of them are none of them are famous, so you can't guess who's next. Poseidon style. Right. <laughs> you can't be like that. That guy from Six Feet Under is the next to go, like he well, did during Poseidon. Except for the one that they spent the most time setting up. You kind of know she's going to live. Oh, okay. Just well, also generally. that was that was also like uh, some sort of reshoot or some shit. Yeah. Like the original movie had a darker yeah. ending. People already hate me for ruining it. I don't want to totally ruin it. Well, I you do. should fucking see it. Just see yeah, it. fucking see it. And quit being a dick. Also. The, so you're saying the descent is is pretty decent. Decent. Yes. Okay, good. I'm gonna. I, I wanted to check that shit out, but I've been waiting to go with a lady. I didn't want to go alone. So I wanted something to, First, yeah, something to grab onto. Yeah, I gotta meet a lady. And then, you should check out MySpace. <laughs> check it out. Check blog. it out. I live on it. That's why I don't see movies anymore. I'm too busy blogging and <laughs> reading. Thanks for the ad over and over again. <laughs> Ask me about my wiener! Are you going to see Accepted? No. That movie, that, the, the trailer has two, has the guy saying, ask me about my wiener in a hot dog costume. Uh -huh. That guy makes me laugh. His one scene in uh, kid, yeah, Last, yeah. Last Virgin, 40-year-old, was good. Yeah, that I, almost, I almost mixed it with Last, Last American, American Virgin. 40-year-old virgin. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Uh -huh. And um, and then he was also, uh, and his other part is the part where he, he screams like a girl for a really long time. Uh -huh. That's funny, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and they put them both, they, they put them both in the trailer. That's the thing that's, uh, I wanted to talk about trailers for a second, because I, I think you agree with me that that's the most fun part of going to the movies, because it's only two minutes of the best parts, uh -huh. and it gets you excited about the movie you're not about to see. Right. <laughs> Which is always great. Like, when the trailers are over, I'm like, okay, now I have to sit through... Idlewild. I just look yeah. down at the next thing on my paper. To see a trailer for The Marine, which I couldn't be more fucking psyched for. To see, I may be a gay rod, but if you if you throw a wrestling star in an action movie, I am fucking there before it comes out. Like, well, remember how seriously. you and I used to see every, uh, what's his nuts, Steven Seagal movie yeah. opening weekend. Yes. And we're excited about it and yeah. happy to do it. We knew it was going to be crap, but we knew he bend some dude's arm back the way it's not supposed to go. And, and yeah. fucking awesome. And he tricked us by making one good one. Die yeah. Hard on a Boat was actually pretty good. Yeah, that was really good. And Die Hard on a Train wasn't bad either. No. But the rest, oof. But we still went every time, excited to go. But to see the Marine trailer before Snakes on a Plane, it's just like... Right. Well, any trailer before Snakes yeah, on a yeah. Plane, you're like, once the trailer's over, you're like, okay, now Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not as exciting because there's no mystery. But I love it when the trailers are make a big deal, like now is the time of year when every movie's making a big deal about how the pedigree of the movie and how everybody's got Academy Awards. <laughs> and there's a trailer for All the King's Men that's out right now where they go, and it's always funny when this happens to me, uh, Academy Award winner Sean Penn, Academy Award nominee Jude Law, Emmy Award winner James Gandolfini, Mark Ruffalo, Academy Award. Like, they always throw in some poor schmuck who, like, you know who he is, but he the fucker hasn't gotten a nomination yet. And it's always, it always makes me, like, a little sad. So I think a new thing that we should do when we're watching trailers is when they announce someone and they don't have a nomination or an award, just everybody in your group go, aww. And then, but the new one that's really cracking me up is the trailer for Hollywood Land. Have you seen that? It's about uh, Superman oh, yeah. killing himself. What's his nuts? Uh... Yeah, well, don't, don't spoil it. Here we go. Academy Award winner Adrian Brody, Academy Award nominee 
Diane Lane, Academy Award winner Ben Affleck. Whoa, 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 back up. He won for writing a screenplay with Matt Damon. He still has not given a good acting performance in anything. So that should, that's not fair. Like if someone won for cinematography and then they're touting them as a lead role in a motion picture, you'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, right. But it would, it would be clunky if they went, uh, um, <laughs> Academy Award winner Adrian Brody, Academy Award nominee Diane Kane. Academy <laughs> that, was Award my, winner, that was my misprint, not his. Diane Kane? Who the fuck is that? It was Diane Lane, but oh, I was smart enough when I read the misspelling to say it properly. Idiot. And, then, and then it gets to Academy Award winner for writing, but not for acting. You're seeing a movie he's acting in, Ben Affleck. <laughs> See, that's... Wait, wait, world, let, that's me, let world, me try one. That's the world you want to live in, and I don't want to live there. <laughs> You mean Hollywood land? Let me try one. Academy Award winner, Adrian Brody. Academy Award nominee, Diane Kane. You asshole. <laughs> Academy Award winner for a movie he wrote with another guy, and the two of them have not attempted to write anything else because they got fucking lucky. Ben Affleck. <laughs> Alright. We did that. That was funny. I, we but started... the fucking Marine, come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Have you seen the trailer for the Marine? I'm in. I mean, it's not for ladies. Unless you like that dude. Well, but, what about, uh, grid what that. about Gridiron Gangs? I know you're gay for The Rock and for football. <laughs> I'm not gay for football at all. That's you love Friday Night Lights. Don't even try to deny it. What? Friday Night Lights. You Why loved did it. I love that. Who was even in that? You liked it. Is that Peter Berg football movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, that you liked. Yeah, he's a good director with the fucking it, it changing angles every 15 seconds. Michael Bay's. No, but the hits were fucking awesome when dudes got hit. Yeah, they got hit good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but Good Iron The hits were really crunchy, you're right. Yeah, yeah. What about Invincible with uh, Mark Wahlberg? Uh, no. What do you mean, yay? There's a guy in the audience who loves it. I'm, a, I'm already mad at it because the character's name is Vince, mm -hmm. and the movie's called Invincible. <laughs> That's retarded. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. That is wrong. They, and, and also, it's Mark Wahlberg playing. You know, he's Shrimpkin when you see him in person. He's not mm -hmm. a tall dude. So it should Shrimpkin? Be, Shrimpkin, he's small. They should have called that movie, he's Jeremy Piven-sized. They should have called that movie, um, they should have called that movie Unconvincing. <laughs> and then, hang on, wait for it. And then, and then I, and then a movie about me watching it called Indignation. <laughs> My name is Doug. For those of you listening at home, wow, that's right. Wow. Um, so you're still you're trying really to go on and on about? Are you still trying to go on about the Marine? No, I'll let go of it. But All right. I'm just happy that it exists. Did you cry a little when The Rock played the gay character in Be Cool? I didn't see it because he played. <laughs> <laughs> there were plenty of reasons no, to not no, see that that's movie. That's not why I didn't see it. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of good reasons to not I see it. I didn't see it cool. because he didn't carry a 4x4 four four around and fucking bash people with it. Oh, the Walking Tall remake. God damn it. Was that good? You never saw it? No. I saw Walking Tall. Yeah. So I, Did that I, have I, the I, rock in it? I already knew the story. No, I didn't. Buford Pussard. <laughs> Sheriff That's the name of the character, yes. Yeah, yeah. They still called him that when The Rock played him? I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, it probably changed. It doesn't matter. It's the fucking Rock carrying a 4x4 four four <laughs> and whacking people. Alright, so as long as we're on the subject, what's your, what's your favorite The Rock movie? Really? Yeah. He's only made like two good ones. The probably rundown. that other one I hate. The Rundown is the awesome. The Rundown. 
What's to hate about that movie? It's just, it's frenetic, and, and William Tyler Scott is in it. I don't even know his proper name. I just know that I hate that guy. Yeah, yeah. I hope he doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> Stifler is going to be really upset. And you may recall, well, the first time I saw American Pie, I thought Stifler was the whole show. I love that guy. Uh -huh. and, then, and then with each, each movie he made, I, I like him less and less. And each appearance on anything, I like him less. And, and Rundown was sort of pretty deep in there. And I, did, I didn't like him in that. But I thought The Rock did it. Well, when you're back to smoking pot, come over to my house and get I know. Out. You've already made that offer. Let's watch the rundown together so you can learn how good it is. <laughs> like you're going to teach me to enjoy it. Yeah, and then like I'll give you one show of my famous hands-free back rubs. <laughs> <laughs> what, it's going to get a little gay, the rock's on. Uh... <laughs> All right, so that's your favorite rock movie. And what's like, I know this is a hard question to ask anybody who loves movies, but what are your, what, what are like some of your all-time favorite movies? Really? Yeah, really. Huh. You're my guest. I love uh, movies. Well, that's a th it's always a hard question, but uh, just throw out something that you that you love. Original Dawn of the Dead, uh, Assault on Precinct 13. Original also. Yes. Of course, I forgot that that other one even existed. Uh, Starring Johnny Legs. Leguizamo, I think we both think he's one of the best actors of our uh, Yeah, he's my Sean William Scott. I hate that motherfucker so much. <laughs> he fucking ruins anything. He, he ruins really movies he sees. And John Leguizamo sees a movie, it makes it shitty. I was at a concert once, and he was standing near me, and it ruined the concert. I didn't like the way he looked at the band playing. Like, that was irritating me. He drives me crazy. Blade Runner, um, Groundhog Day. Pretty much favorite comedy. Yeah, that movie's awesome. Um, what, do you, what do you think when they remake it? Do you think that'll be good? <laughs> you know they're fucking gonna. Uh, with, Jerks. With that black kid from the improv show? With that, <laughs> what's that kid? Wayne Brady's a kid? No, that improv show. That Wild and Out. Oh, Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon. Wouldn't that be great? Wow, I wish I had prizes to give people in the audience <laughs> for knowing who you were talking about. Nick Cannon in Groundhog Day. Groundhog Diggity Day. <laughs> That's what they call it. Well, those were all excellent, Brian. Let's talk a little bit about your film career. Um, I don't want to turn this into a roast or anything, but you were in the movie Eulogy, which no one I know saw, including you, right? Did you see it? No, we went and rented it. Oh, you did rent it and watch it? Yeah, yeah, me and my wife. And uh, were you good? At, did you like your I was it? terrific, but <laughs> yeah, not so good. Yeah, is that that was Ray Romano in that? <laughs> um, what about how did you prepare for your role as Haggard alum in Sorority Boys? <laughs> did you go back to school, or did you do things to make yourself extra haggard? No, I got uh, got high in my trailer and yelled at Dave Rath on my cell phone, and then uh, went in and did. Okay. Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd. Underrated? That's my question. <laughs> Did people miss a, 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 a hidden gem there? No. Okay. Um, and I'd have to say my favorite Brian Fossein role, if I had to pick one. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite? Do you want to go first? That's mine right there. Don't give it away if it's yours too. Yeah, it's one of the only good things I've done. <laughs> All right. My favorite Brian Fossein role is Jimmy in The Devil's Rejects. Mostly because you get shot in the head. Spoiler alert! He gets You're his head to say fucking spoiler alert off. before you say things, right? Yeah, I like to say it at the end because I like to I like to throw in that extra dig right, right. that I know the expression 
but I don't use it until after it's too late. <laughs> you should see the crying game. The lady has a wiener. Spoiler alert! Exactly. <laughs> I did that in my column. I reviewed that movie. Uh, what was that John Cusack movie? I Identity or something like that? Where it turns out he was everybody. Like he was, he, he murdered everybody because he had multiple personalities. Uh, yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah, and I, I said I said that. I described the plot and then said spoiler alert, and people got so fucking mad. And I'd say, are you gonna see it? And they're like, maybe. <laughs> I might see it. Like they're so angry about a movie people that they might dicks. see. They are. Now I can tell you how the Marine ends if you'd like to. <laughs> I'll blow that for you. All right, so um, this is the first episode of uh, Doug Benson's I Love Movies podcast, and you know, quite possibly, it won't be the last. We're going to do one more tonight uh, with because the other guests I can hear laughing, so I don't want to cancel the show before he gets his turn at bat. But um, why would you want to cancel it? Oh, because it's just it's just a, behind the scenes, it's been a disaster. <laughs> so I'm already sick of doing it. <laughs> I'm already I'm already fed up, but but the audience has been super nice and thanks for coming out for because we tape it at a weird time, so uh, especially by LA standards. But um, yeah, Pat and I had to pick up our dogs from Fancy Town. That, that is the worst. That is the worst call to get twice. Uh, listen, uh, I'm going to try to make it down to your show, but I have to pick up my dog from from the uh, dog daycare, care, day, doggy daycare. Yeah. Great idea for a movie. Eddie Murphy just <laughs> So, uh, why just kids? Why not go in the doggy daycare? Daddy business? doggy daycare. Daddy, oh, kids and dogs. Sure. Worst set ever. So, um, worst place to work in the world. Um, so, are we gonna play our old game? Yeah, yeah. I, that's why you had to be the first guest because uh, I had to bust it out with you and per with you here. Uh, Brian and I invented a game that we used to play when we would get high and, and think that uh, at work that you didn't have to accomplish <laughs> yeah. anything in life. No, we were actually <laughs> at a job when we first came well, up with this high. Let's we might want to work for them again. Okay, someday, so it'd be cool. <laughs> no, but um, we also I don't did, want to work for music television. We also <laughs> we also did this in your home uh, quite a bit. Right, right, but it started and, at MTV. And it would just bust out like it would just bust out like this. It'd be like. <laughs> Want to play Leonard Maltin? Yeah. And uh, basically, what Leonard Maltin is—that's what we call the game. It's we take the Leonard Maltin movie guide. Uh, this is the 2006 edition. As you can see, it's very thick. We probably very started with the 93 edition or 94. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't want to. Right. I don't want to get into how old you are, because I look younger every year, and you get shorter and weirder. Um, sure. Yeah, you get more hunched over. Yeah, I was like seven and, two, and your beard gets again. crazier, and, uh -huh. and you get shot in the head Split and get those rejects spoiled. <laughs> so basically, how this game works—we're totally running out of time—is um, you take the book and you open it up and you find a movie. It has to be something you think the other person is familiar with. It's no fair to just pick some fucking Buster Crab movie or you know some shit like that, some other porn like that. And you uh, you pick the movie, and then you start reading Leonard Maltin's list of the cast from the bottom name up. And then as soon as the there's no prizes and no goal really. And <laughs> as soon as you think you know the answer, you say stop to the person reading the names, and then you you take a guess. And you know if you're wrong, we just sort of move on, right? 
punch each other in the dick, I, I forget. <laughs> I forget exactly what happens there. But, but and essentially the idea is you don't want to get to eventually saying, you know, Meryl Streep and Dustin Hoffman, because then it's <laughs> obvious that it's right. Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> Just as an example that sprung into my head. So, um, and do you want to go first or should I go first? Yeah, well, yeah you, you say the year first, too. Right, and then didn't we used to do... Uh, you get to switch over. As yeah, soon as you get one, you get the book, and then you get to keep doing them. And so sometimes one of us would just quit because we get annoyed that we right. can't get any of them right. And you you know, we start you playing PlayStation one. or whatever. <laughs> so do you want me to go first? Sure. Ask you one? Sure. All right. This is going to be great. Yeah. And the thing I would do to cheat is I would watch him, and I'd figure out what part of the alphabet he was in to narrow it down. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, okay. He must be in the, whatever. All right, here we go. Now, see, the trouble is Brian's, you know, you got to play into his zone. Okay, here we go. Maybe you'll get you gotta this. you got to see movies with guys with four-by-fours hitting people. <laughs> maybe, you'll get th maybe you'll get this. It's from 1995. Uh-huh. Uh, Ethan Randall, and then parentheses, it says Embry. Oh, shit. So this is before he was Ethan Embry. <laughs> Uh, Renee Zellweger. Dude! Dude! Nice! I, got, I went a little too clue heavy on that, apparently. Holy shit. That was a good one. Patton, you, getting, you thinking of some? You getting ready? <laughs> My next guest is in the audience. But you won't be able to hear until next week. How these things work. Do you want me to do some jokes while you're? Yeah, why don't you? Um, pulse. I'm a fan of Kristen Bell, but not a fan of remakes of Japanese movies that don't make any sense and result in American movies that make even less sense. <laughs> Should I do another one? Idlewild. I'm not interested in seeing that, but I would go see Girls Gone Idle Wild. <laughs> okay. okay, ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. No... Should I be doing one that'll stump you for sure, or no? Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be. Okay. A, it's, a, is, it a movie? is it a movie I'm familiar with? Yes. Okay. Sure. What year? 97. Okay. Uh, Robert Wall. He's awesome. Robert Wall, remember him? Yeah, yeah, Harless. He's fucking great. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> okay. Carmen Electra. Okay. Ron Lester. <laughs> Jan Schweiderman. Schweiderman, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Dan Schneider. Char Jackson. Abe Vigoda. Slow down, slow down. <laughs> slow down. Sinbad. Wow. wow. Whatever it is, it's good, that's for sure. <laughs> 1997? Yeah. So nine years, settle down, no yelling out from the audience. Okay, keep going. Well, the last two are going to give it away. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it before the giveaways? Yeah. Robert Wool, Carmen Electra, Shaquille. So you know it's really shitty. Yeah. All those people were I in figured it. that out. Holy crap, the last two names are going to give it away. 1997. Go ahead and give me the last two names. I bet you it might not even give it away. Keenan Thompson. Oh, shit! Fucking good burger. God damn it. 
fucking Good Burger. Which is exactly what I said after I saw it. Fucking Good Burger. Try one more. Try one more. Fucking Good Burger. Those are, those are still, there were some good twists and turns there in the early going with the names. Yeah, yeah. Carmen Electra should have given it away, though, because I remember she was in Good Burger. You always remember Carmen Electra <laughs> as a cameo. Mm -hmm. That's unforgettable. Sure. I thought of, I was, I was kind of concentrating in the scary movie vein, because hasn't she been in, like, two out of the four? Oh, yeah, yeah. Robert Wall. <laughs> Disgruntled customer. Is that what he played? <laughs> yeah, too. Or Haggard along. <laughs> okay, The Illusionist. Edward Norton stars as a 19th century magician who performs illusions that can only be accomplished with 20th century movie special effects. <laughs> More specifically, 1976 special effects that weren't particularly impressive in 1976. That one's not tight enough, really. Right. You know that movie's out and no one cares. <laughs> I did see it, though. Really? I really did, yeah. Fucking Giamatti, man. I'll see anything that guy's in except for Lady in the Lake. Oh, or AKA boy. the William Shatner story. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I know it was a pool. But God still. damn it. Okay, we, gotta, we gotta wrap it up. They didn't have Devil's Rejects. Oh, yeah, it's probably in the 2007 edition. God damn it. How far deep do you think your name would be? Deep? Yeah. It'd probably been the first name starting. Yeah, so I probably would have gotten it. Oh, this is too easy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Let me go out on a... On a okay. Alright. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright. He does just, good work, that guy. Just for that. Oh, shit! You're changing it up on me? Yeah. 92. 92. Matt Doherty. Mm -hmm. Sean Weiss. Don't know who that is. Eldon Ratliff. Ooh, sounds familiar. Joshua Jackson. Oh, that's, uh, okay. Settle down. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Mighty Ducks 2? <laughs> Mighty Ducks 1. Dark sucker! I thought you pulled twist to give me two. Brian Posehn, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being my first guest, Brian. Until next time, this is Doug Benson saying, shut up and watch the movie. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his